Greetings and welcome to Almost 30. Hello all. Welcome to the party. It's Lindsay and Krista. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for choosing. Very grateful. We know there's a lot of pods out there, so we're really grateful you're part of our lives and our community. It means a lot. It means the most. If you're new, you don't need to be 30. But we talk about spirituality, wellness, personal growth, sometimes entrepreneurship. We really just like to have open, honest conversations and try and approach them in a really light and often deep way. Yeah. Krista and I live on opposite coasts, but we come together very often to do these like vortex like sessions mm-hmm. of many episodes for y'all. And it's, it's, a, it's good. It feels it's, good. It's real good. It feels good to roll. I was telling Lindsay the other day, I did this bodywork session in Los Angeles. It was like a microdose. You like did a little dose of psilocybin and you did this bodywork session. And this person we had met before years ago, but I got reconnected to them randomly at this event and just went to their house and did like a three-hour bodywork session. It was wild. Like it was- It was more than a microdose. Yeah, it was actually more than a microdose. It was a it was a dose. Cool. <laughs> it was a macrodose. <laughs> What was really nice about having psilocybin to support was being able to not be in your head so much. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes in bodywork sessions, you're so in your head. Yes. You're like, what are they, what's going on? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What am I, th-? you know, you're, you're really, you have a hard time getting out of your head sometimes. So it was so helpful. And it was cool because she curated playlists to you specifically. And then with every song, when you're in a psilocybin experience, you're kind of, having a different moment with each song. Mm -hmm, Of course. Like one song, you're like a ascended master. The next song, you're like a child. The next song, you're like in your basement. The Mm -hmm. next, you know, it was just, Mm -hmm. it was very, very interesting. But having the combination of psilocybin with the bodywork was crazy. And just really like seeing the body as this thing that speaks to us in so many ways, Mm -hmm. but we often turn off our ability to hear it. And we often don't allow ourselves to connect to it. And when we do body work or energy healing, oftentimes it's sort of still from the perspective of the mind rather than the perspective of the body. So you're like, your mind's like, okay, so what does this mean? What do I need to do? What about this is this? And your mind just always brings it back to the mind. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to actually have the body be the star. And what I think I liked the most about it was that when I went, we talked very little before and we talked very little after. Oh, I like that. I do too. I like that a lot. Who I am now. Well, I'm, because, a pri- I'm a private woman. Because that brings it up to the mind. Yes. A lot of the time. So if you're going to have a conversation and then analyze it. Yes. It's so interesting. When when I had a session with, with someone and it was more of an intuitive session, she was saying, she's like body work, body work. You're holding a lot in your muscles and in your fascia. She's like, you don't even need to talk. She's like, I actually recommend that you don't talk about some of these things and you just do body work. I was like, that's so interesting. Like that, that makes sense to me. I feel like, yeah, it's like, I just feel very rigid a lot of the mm-hmm. times. You got um, that blazer on. Got a blazer on. You got a blazer on. I got your, shoulder pads. You're it's rigid. Crazy, man. <laughs> yes. I'm about to hold a board meeting at any moment. Um, I did a one solo with a blazer on and it was like a cute crop blazer, but you could only see like my face in the top of my shoulder pads. I was like, this looks terrible. <laughs> I was like, I swear it's cute, but it looked ridiculous. <laughs> Much more professional. So was there anything that you could share that came up as far as like wisdom from the body? Well, I think I wanted to bring it up because we're talking about the body and being in the body Mm -hmm. in this episode. Um, So it's kind of just like a little teaser to Lindsay Solo, which is powerful. But I think what was coming up for me was that nothing is ever missed by the body. What I often think is that 
this experience I'm having is in my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling whatever it is I'm feeling. And it's actually not siloed to the mind. It's actually coming through the body in various ways. Yes. Where maybe I feel like I'm holding something it's going to show up in my shoulders or my back or, you know, on my right leg or whatever. It was funny because I've had this happen a lot where we'll be doing body work and we're on the back and the shoulders and the arms and blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, we're getting into it. And we're grooving. And then they'll go to my legs and I'm like, what are those? <laughs> <laughs> Even she said, she's like, when I went to your legs, I don't know where you went. Cause I'm like, I don't, I sometimes I'm like, I have legs. Totally. Like I just, you have like the best legs on the block. I have good legs, but so that but that's the thing is I'm like I don't know, you know why? Because I don't spend I don't put a lot of energy there, so they're they're like a yeah. littler part of my body. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the mermaid fish thing. It where is you're like, where it's what? like what she literally went to rub my legs. I was like, what? Where am I? Whoa! It was so weird, but that's how ungrounded I can be mm -hmm. at times, and that's how in my head I can be, and that's how. Totally. Analytical I can be. And so just noticing all the things. And there was also, it was funny too, because she's like, like, your body is like immaculate. And then I went to your heels. And my <laughs> heels are peeling colors. They're crazy. My heels are unreal. Like my feet are just unreal. My feet are totally neglected. She's like, and that's so interesting that you totally neglect your feet. Wow. I was like, it's true. That's so, and was there any? No, and I'm a Pisces, which yeah. is ruled by the feet. Yes. I don't know what message. I was just like, okay, I'm going to love yeah, my feet more. Totally. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. I'll go moisturize those. But honestly, a good foot massage. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's no. not, I mean, there's nothing better, but also there's nothing that could hurt more. Because we hold so agree. much in our feet. I do love there's to have so one of those little points. lacrosse balls yes. for your feet are yes. so nice to have around the house and just roll out. When you have, Completely it's interesting agree. when you have open feet, like if I roll out my feet for a week, you'll notice the next week it'll hurt because they're starting to tighten up again. Mm -hmm. And it's like a thing where you have to almost keep them open all the time. Oh yeah. But having an open feet is huge. And in Chinese medicine, you know, the, the bottom of the feet and the hands represent different parts of the body. Mm -hmm. So it could be the large intestine, yes. the small intestine, the liver, the kidneys. So tightness or anything could really represent other things going on in the body. Mm -hmm. Chinese medicine is such a, if, if y'all have the ability to see either an acupuncturist mm -hmm. or a certain type of masseuse that really uses the meridians and the pressure points and things like that. I feel like that's such a great way to connect to the body in a way that's like, wow, there's so much more intelligence here than we understand. So mm -hmm. if they're hitting a, a meridian point on your arm and your stomach starts to gargle, yes. like things like that where everything is so connected. And I feel like we forget. And that was part of the reason why I wanted to do this solo was like, there was such a long period of time of just me. And I, I can imagine a lot of you out there just forgetting the like intelligence of the body, how powerful it is when we are in the body, you know, and of the body, like not everyone gets a body. Yes. Once we own it. And I know there are so many human layers of loving the body and body image and the images that we're fed every day. And it's many hurdles to get over. But wow, when we really pull up, it's such a... It's like the biggest part of my like spiritual experience mm -hmm. is like being with the body. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've always been in your body to me. I think, you know, it's all that I've- I'm hanging on for dear not, life. <laughs> so I think I'm comparing it to me. I've definitely been in my body, but I think my thing has been 
treating the body really poorly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've had those seasons too that yeah. you talked about on the podcast. So I'm like in the body, but I'm like- Punishing the body. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I just don't have respect. I didn't have respect for the body. And maybe, you know, looking back, there were messages coming through that I didn't want to hear. And it was mm-hmm. like, shh, shh, mm-hmm. douse it in alcohol or douse it in, another you know, whatever. Class. Another berries class. <laughs> another hit class. <laughs> it's true. It's really true. So yeah, this solo today is about how I attune to my body and just continue to. Because I feel like your 30s, at least for me, feels like that turning point, that shift that could happen. And really you can maintain for the rest of of your life. Cause I do feel like the body changes kind of accelerate in different ways, whether you have children or you don't, or you have hormonal changes or just natural aging. Like there's just kind of this, this commitment. I feel like we are being called to have with our bodies from this point on, especially that I wanted to talk about. And so I just go into practices and commitments I've made through movement, through food, breathing, which is a big one. I feel like we and I don't know how to breathe mm-hmm. on, you know, properly on a regular basis. And your breath can tell you so much about your emotional body, whether you're angry or holding on to something. I was reading Tantra by Osho and changing the way you breathe has the power to change your consciousness. Mm-hmm. So it's just those simple, very simple, free practices that can change so much. Sleep, what I'm consuming, how I'm expressing is a huge one. So it's like, whether it's creatively or the honesty and authenticity and groundedness in conversation when I'm expressing with people has totally changed my relationship with my body, but also just my body. I talk about adorning yourself. So I've been like practicing in the morning not only getting ready because it helps me to just like work from home and kind of feel like this is what I'm doing. But there is like an adorning process in the mirror when I'm just kind of taking in what God created and like having fun, whether it's with makeup or jewelry or clothes or doing my hair. It's not about like the the validation of others when I go out into the world. It's more so just really... It's the simple honoring of kind of the physical form that I find like really fun and really satisfying and and powerful. And then I talk about pleasure and moving sexual energy. And it's not just like sex and it's not just masturbation. When I was able to allow my sacral to be not only open, but more of the kind of where my like life force sat in my everyday. And it was like a little bit lower and a little bit more full. Like I felt more open to collaboration in every moment Mm -hmm. with other people, with guides, with, you know, myself, you know, and it's really, really powerful. I, I share a lot of what I'm reading in Tantra, but it's a whole body, whole spirit, whole mind, everything. Everything is everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is everything. And so if hopefully this isn't overwhelming, I don't think it will be, but if you're someone that's like, oh my God, I got to do all these things, you know, I would just encourage you to whatever lands literally in your body where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, actually that, that feels good. That feels like something that I really want to do and could do right now. 
just allow that to come in rather than making the to-do list and getting really rigid in the way that you approach this because the, the body will guide you. Mm-hmm. Everything is everything. I, I mean, when I, that's my favorite album of all time. Uh-huh, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is my favorite album unreal. of all time. But when I, someone's channel orange. When said, oh, when someone said everything is everything and I'm, I feel like it's one of our friends. Oh, Tiff McPhierce says this. Every time I talk to her, she's like, everything, everything. And then I thought of the Lauren Hill song. I was like, damn, Lauren is like- She's iconic. Her, there's some, she's on some shit. Dude, on some shit. Diggable planets, on some shit. <laughs> That's real on some shit where you're like, whoa. Uh-huh. Yeah. You were on a whole nother way. Yeah. Yeah, a whole nother way. I'm so excited about this one. If you guys, you know, want to be in conversation with your community, with your friends, this might be a really good one to start talking about how you can mm-hmm. support each other in feeling more embodied and feeling better in your body and feeling more in that feminine, more in that restorative, you know, just like juicy goodness that is this body and this physical vehicle. Send it to friends because you can, you know, maybe yeah, change their day. Definitely. Well, and I also think like the letting go of like certain convictions around body and like Mm -hmm. what you need to do and just kind of allowing more freedom is very contagious if you're in community. When I see someone, like really anyone, but I see like a, I'm sure when you spend time with Jenna, there are certain things that kind of come off and you're like, ooh, yeah. The best. Feel that, right? One day we were on a boat and she's like, the next day she's like, oh, I I don't, I can't do that. Like I'm just, my adrenals, I'm really need to restore today. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what? (laughs) You're like, you're listening to your body? I literally was. I was like, no. <laughs> Boundary? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is. It's it's powerful and beautiful mm-hmm. when you can be witness or be around people that are just feeling good in their body. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the 30s brings. Yes. Which is so nice. I feel like in your 30s, you're like, it is what it is. It is what it is. In a beautiful way. You're in like, the best- it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And the whole life before is like, change, change, change. But something shifts when you really believe. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. Like literally. And then the body's like, oh. mm-hmm. there's something that shifts when you really believe that. Yes. Yes. And I feel like women in their 30s are sexier than ever. I think it gets better and better. I think people get better and better. I completely agree. I think men agree. get better and better. I completely agree. When we try to resist it and no shade to anything that you want to do to your body yes. at all. But I do think there's an energy to resisting. There's an energy to just like wanting to look good, but there's an energy to resisting kind of just the natural progression of the body that yes. I think the body's like, wait, mm-hmm. what's happening? And I often think I'm like, you know, when you look at other people and you're like, wow, they have a great body. Like people do that to every, you know, people. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yes. it always comes around. So this will be such a beautiful one. If you liked this, make sure to subscribe. If you want to write a review, we would love that either on Spotify or iTunes. You can go to almost30.com to find more information about Lindsay and I, blog posts. You can check out our courses, our programs, free downloadables for you. You can take our Starseed quiz. Tons happening there. Almost 30 podcasts on Instagram. You can follow Lindsay on Instagram at Lindsay Simsick. That's S-I-M-C-I-K. You can find me on Instagram at It's Krista. Thanks y'all for listening. We will see you on the other side of this one. Enjoy. Enjoy. I want to talk about something that I feel like isn't talked about enough. As someone who has boobs on the smaller end of the spectrum, please, those of you out there who can relate 
how many of you have found a bra that you actually really, really love and that fits right? Okay, from my experience, traditional bras usually have cup gaps or are stuffed with unnatural padding. I mean, do we remember when we had like two times the padding to get us to like a bigger cup size? What were we doing? What I really needed was a bra that fits. So Pepper, Pepper bras are specially designed for AA to B cups. They are designed by women for women and it is a perfect fit and super flattering. It lifts, but no more cup gaps or uncomfortable padding. Y'all, I am so freaking happy I found Pepper. I'll tell you what I got in a second, but I just have to say like the fact that they have sold 1 million bras since they were founded, I am like flabbergasted. Also, they have thousands and thousands and thousands of five-star reviews, 12,000 to be exact. So literally, if you don't want to take my word for it, please go read those reviews. Pepper is all about body positivity and their products are designed to make you feel empowered and love your body as it is. I am all about that. You can try Pepper risk-free with free US shipping and returns on orders over $99. I want you to embrace the flat and flattering with these bras. And I wanted to share the bra that I got from Pepper. So I was in the mood for a bra that could be worn with a t-shirt, but that also looked really, really cute. So if you're someone that wants like an everyday bra that is fitting you perfectly, but also comes in incredible colors, look no freaking further. I got the classic all you bra and the mesh all you bra. So the classic all you bra is classically designed. It is perfectly fitting. It has these cute little cutouts in the design, but perfect for under a t-shirt or tank top. I got it in uh, a few colors, actually. I got it in ultraviolet. I also got aquamarine, white smoke, and Tuscan. So I have some colors and some natural colors. The Mesh All You Bra has these beautiful mesh panels. A little sexy, you know? I got this one in pistachio and I also got it in coral cloud. So please go to wearpepper.com slash almost to get 20% off your first order. That's wearpepper.com slash almost. That's W-E-A-R pepper.com slash almost to get 20% off your first order. For my gals out there with smaller boobs, we got you. This is the brand that I love. Over 1 million sold. So get after it. Wearpepper.com slash almost. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another solo episode with me, Lindsay. I'm glad you're here. And I'm really, really looking forward to talking to you today about body attunement. This one came to me one morning. Sometimes I mull over what I'm going to share with you in these solo episodes, but this was so clear and it came to me. I was in my undies and I was dancing in my apartment and just like really being in my body. It was a day where I hadn't scheduled a workout and I just allowed the movement to kind of make sense of the morning for me. And it was really fun. It was beautiful and uh, got a little workout in through the movement, but also just felt more connected to myself for the rest of the day, which I really loved. And so I just kind of came to this idea of really reflecting on what it means to me to be 
in my body, to be attuned to my body and how we can do this. We can kind of dissect, like lovingly dissect areas of our everyday life where we can come into right relationship with our body, come into harmony with our body. Um, So I'm going to share that with you today. And I wanted to begin by sharing just a little something that I wrote in my journal before hopping in here. I wrote down, what does a body attunement mean to me? And then I just kind of dropped into meditation, took a few deep breaths, and then put pen to paper. So I just wanted to share that to kick us off, to set the tone. What does body attunement mean to me? A connection to the body without a goal attached a harmonious existence within and of the self, an awareness of what is physically and thus of what is emotionally, energetically, spiritually, and relationally. It evolves with you and deserves regular and intimate upgrades. So that's what came through for what body attunement means to me. I think this could be a really beautiful exercise for you to do in your next journaling session or something for you to meditate on or walk with the next time you take a walk. What does body attunement mean to you? So let's talk about what might be affecting the way you feel about your body, the way you are in your body. And I want to just say that I am fully aware that everyone has a very, very unique experience here on earth in this body. There is trauma, there is programming, there is physical aspects of the body that we are born with that can add to that trauma. So I'm just fully acknowledging all of our different experiences here. And so I am sharing today my perspective And I am sharing the ways in which I feel that we all can really lovingly dissect our everyday lifestyle, relationships with self, with the body, with the spirit, with others, to be able to become more attuned and thus feel happier, feel more connected, inspired, creative, and present. So what might be affecting your relationship with your body? I thought about this um, and I came up with a little list. How your parents modeled this. So if you think about how your parents saw their own bodies, saw each other's bodies, saw other people's bodies and the language and perhaps body language that they had around this particular topic of body. And we can just think about this, reflect on this and do your best to come from a neutral place, a place of no longer being in that loop of feedback from them, but just reflecting on the fact that you as a child, especially were privy to those thoughts, those feelings, those actions, that behavior. And it's incredibly formative. It's informative to how you see your own body. And that is nothing that you cannot reprogram, but we first must acknowledge it. We must become aware. Social media, the distortion on social media, the Photoshop, the Facetune, the filters... I also come at this very neutrally where I do not think they are inherently bad. However, um, 
when we come to social media, we are often looking for how we should feel, how we should look, the life we should live, the job we should have. And so when we see distorted images like that, um, it can do a number on our relationship with our body. It can become incredibly idealistic, unrealistic. It can really become a system of rewarding what is perfect and polished and airbrushed and hourglass figured and all of these things. And so let's just bring awareness to how we feel in our bodies about our bodies when we are on social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all those things. Just really taking notice again, first awareness. And then we can move from there. Your first intimate experience, that could be affecting how you now view your body. It could have been very formative in the way that you treat your body, uh, the way you see your body, because in this first intimate experience, and again, acknowledging that everyone's is incredibly different, but this could have framed the way that you judge your body there could have been a positive experience. There could have been a negative experience. There could have been an experience where you expected someone to see your body in a particular way and they did not. It might have fallen short and thus you have taken that on as your body being less than, not good enough. And so let's just reflect on our first time, our first intimate experience, baby. Um for me, it was uh, neither good nor bad. <laughs> it was incredibly naive. I did feel safe with the person that I was with, but I did remember feeling very insecure, you know, very insecure about um, my body. And I was a late bloomer. So it was um, it was a little awkward, but thankfully I, in my experience, don't feel like that was an experience that casted a negative view of my own body in that way. But that's something that you can reflect on. Think about your heritage, especially the way that you consume and treat food within the particular culture that uh, you were born into. Sometimes there is a beautiful emphasis on food and community and coming together. Um, sometimes there is an emphasis on food as a way to distract and numb. Again, this is just a reflection period of just kind of taking note what has affected you, but um, this can absolutely have an effect on how you see your body. And also just thinking about culturally how the other men or women, depending on how you identify, saw their own bodies. And again, just like parents, um, culturally it can be very formative. Your relationship to fitness throughout your life can be very formative about how you treat your body, the relationship you have with your body. So perhaps you were an athlete growing up and that is something that uh, you have you know, been involved in for a long time. I am sure there is discipline there. I'm sure there is high expectations of performance that you have for your body. And this could be an incredibly amazing thing to feel connected to your body. And for others, it might uh, be a way in which you escape your body by putting your body through 
um, very rigorous training on a regular basis. So check in with your relationship to fitness throughout your time in this human body. For me, I look back to my soul cycle days and while I loved teaching, um, I absolutely uh, disconnected from my body many a times. I was teaching 15 classes a week. Uh, riding every single class. I was dehydrated. I was overworked. My adrenals were shot. And I really had to disconnect from my body from my perspective or else I would have really gotten the loud, loud, loud message from a very early stage of my career there that this was too much. So I had to disconnect in order to just push through. you know. And by the end, I really got that message loud and clear. But it definitely prevented me from being connected to my body in the way that I think my soul really desired. Health facts and science could be affecting the way that you feel about your body. Let's think about it. We get information, oh my God, in heaps. (laughs) We get information in heaps from the internet, from social media, from friends, from family, from the news, from TV shows. We don't really know what is fact. I'm just going to speak for myself. I don't know what's fact anymore. Um, it's hard to decipher whether a headline is trying to get clicks and whether they were paid to say it. It's it's actually very, very hard to distinguish. And at times, depending on the, in the information, I've made wrong assumptions, others have made wrong assumptions, and then we run with it. And we use it to view our bodies, view our health, view what we think we should do in order to achieve either optimal health or whatever the goal is. And so let's just be mindful of our consumption of that information. I feel like I'm always recommending Milk and Honey. Krista and I absolutely love this brand, their products, and we love their spas, which I'll talk about in a moment. But their products are just super clean and just expertly made. I was recently in my DMs recommending a toner, the exfoliating toner from Milk and Honey. I really love it. It uses a blend of powerful clarifying ingredients such as glycolic AHA acid, say that 10 times fast, mandelic acid and willow bark extract to really gently exfoliate the surface of my skin. It also has aloe vera juice and hyaluronic acid to help nourish and hydrate the skin. I just love how it makes my skin look. I am absolutely obsessed with their Bacuchiol treatment. So this is a serum plus moisturizer. I will leave this on overnight. Um, It has Bacuchiol, a plant-based alternative to retinol. So if retinol bothers your skin, this is a really great alternative. It contains hyaluronic acid and antioxidant-rich botanicals such as black willow bark, edelweiss stem cell extract, and bladder rack. So it is brightening. It is softening. It's beautiful for your skin. Also wanted to plug their spas, y'all. So I am such a fan of the Milk and Honey Spa experience. I've been to the one in Austin. I've been to the one in LA. So make sure that if you are in those cities, please, please, please check them out. They also just opened their newest spa location in Culver City. So check out their website, Milk and Honey. Dot com And our listeners can use the code ALMOST30, whether it's for a spa service or any milk and honey product, you'll get 20% off. Milkandhoney.com. Use the code ALMOST30 for 20% off. Take advantage now and let me know how you like it. Today, I am excited to just really talk to you about how we can tune in to like what is right 
for us and our own bodies. Okay. So I want to talk about how I attuned to my body and continue to practice attuning to my body because it is ever-changing and ever-evolving as I grow and evolve and become more in tune with my soul. Uh, My body does change. In fact, I've seen such an intense change in my body over the last couple years. And I know, I know, no, no, without a shadow of a doubt that the changes in my body are deeply connected to the evolution of and the healing of my inner world. And it's just been a gradual, beautiful, and when I look back, kind of shocking (laughs) mutation of sorts. Yeah, it's like, it's a little bit of a butterfly moment where I definitely felt at the metamorphosis stage, I felt the coming of, you know, the self, the most self I've ever felt. I have definitely felt the, like the stage of just the breakdown. <laughs> and it's been, I can say this now, because I'm not truly in it, in it anymore, is that it's really beautiful and it was all worth it. And every part of this cycle and this process is important and cannot be skipped. So I want to talk about uh, each piece that I feel is important to be with, to reflect on and to really dig into to see if there is an opportunity to be more attuned. So first is movement, which sounds kind of obvious, right? We're in a body, we're going to move. Awesome. We're in agreement. I have always found joy in moving my body. I look back on home videos of myself and I'm always dancing. I am, you know, wanting my mom to point the camera on me. I'm performing, I'm moving, I'm dancing, I'm wiggling about so freely. Like it's so fun to see me as like a little three-year-old, four-year-old and I'm moving so freely and oddly and it's just liberating. I love it. And I also have home movies of me entering into my teen years. And it's really interesting to see those videos I saw one the other day. And I had my arms crossed. My mom was like videotaping all of us. I'm one of four. They were all younger. I had my arms crossed. I had just kind of deadpan face and my siblings are all like bouncing about having a jolly old time. And I was just kind of rigid and looked like I had quite the attitude. And I felt in that moment as like adult Lindsay, like, wow, this girl needs like a shakeout. Like what is happening here? She needs to move some energy. There's a little something built up, something she wants to say or do, but feels like she can't. But I definitely think she probably could. And it's wild to think about those stages of our life where we become more and more aware of our bodies, of the judgment, of like being cool, of wearing the right thing, of having the hair, the this, the that. And it really stifles and blocks the energy from flowing. So as an adult now, 
I am just trying to find an immeasurable amount of joy in my body as often as possible, especially when I don't feel amazing in my body. We all have those days, right? We all have those days where we look in the mirror, we catch ourselves and we're like, whoa, thankfully I don't have as many of those days anymore because I have more compassion for like all of the highs, the lows, the in-betweens. And I know the resiliency of my spirit and of my body, but that wasn't always the case. I absolutely had days where I would look in the mirror and just criticize every little thing about my face, my body, what I was wearing, my hair, worried about what people might think or how I would compare myself to others. But we all have those days, right? But I am on those days really trying to find just the joy in being in this human body. I look at my hips and I move them. You know, I swing them back and forth. I roll my shoulders. I roll my head. I give my, myself a little body massage. I do some like nice deep squat stretches, just moving my body really organically. And all of a sudden, my cells start to tell the other cells, which start to tell the cells in my brain that like, oh my gosh, we're alive. Okay, time to celebrate. Time to not be in the loop of thoughts that says, you know, got to change this body. This sucks, right? And so finding that immeasurable joy in movement has been a commitment of mine for a couple years now. And I just find it to be so helpful and so healing. Sometimes I'll put on music just to get it going. You know, sometimes we need a little inspiration. Also, when it comes to movement, uh, my workouts have absolutely changed. So sometimes it is really ecstatic and just in my apartment and I'm dancing around. But I am very much into um, varying my workouts depending on my cycle and varying my workouts depending on my mood and what archetype within me wants to come forward. Uh, there are days where the high priestess archetype wants to come forward. She is just like in her power. She has this beautiful, sensual, creative energy. And I put on my favorite playlist and I just move about touching my body, moving, ecstatically releasing, making sounds. And y'all, it is some of the most euphoric workouts that I have ever had. Then there are days where I bring about this archetype of, you know, a, I want to say like this queen energy, right? Like of precision and grace of like length and vision. And I love to do Pilates on those days. So it's like all about the slow movement, intentional. We're lengthening, we're toning. We're super precise with our movements. And I just love, I love, love, love that so much. I can feel like each little muscle moving and activating. And that awareness is like the best part of the process. The awareness of the little nooks and crannies of the body that are waking up and engaging and making all of this work. And even just thinking about it like that makes me feel like, oh, wow. This body is amazing and it's all working together to achieve this certain feeling, this certain pose, uh, this moment. So I really, really love that. 
And I mentioned uh, movement in accordance to my cycle. And I've talked about cycle syncing quite a bit on the podcast, but just to remind you that as women, we have our menstrual cycle and then there are three other parts of the cycle. And we can really think about this, you know, in relation to the seasons. So for example, your menstrual cycle is winter. So that week it's very insular. I am not moving very much. I am walking, taking slow leisurely walks. I am stretching, perhaps doing yoga. But beyond that, I'm really resting. I'm resting so that uh, my body can do what it needs to do in the menstrual cycle and also just you know, be quiet and receive. So many messages come in during that week. The next week I think of as spring. So it's like coming out of winter and I'm feeling a lot of like creative energy. I'm very social. I want to do like hit workouts more than any other time of the month. So I'll schedule like two or three hit workouts in the week. Otherwise I'm doing my walks um, or slow Pilates. Um, and then we go into summer and fall, but I vary it depending on the season that I'm in during the month. And it's been so, so helpful. My body is just, my body's like, thank you so much. You get me, you get me finally. So try cycle syncing. Our friend Elisa Vitti talks about this. She is the founder of Flow Living. Cycle syncing can apply to food, supplements can apply to lifestyle, exercise, relationships, so much. So definitely read up on that. Speaking of food, I want to talk about food because the way in which we nourish our bodies uh, is so important. I infuse all of my food with intention. Your girl does not restrict. I do not not eat anything. Though most days I am not eating dairy or processed sugar or processed breads, you know, anything like white breads or anything like that, that I'm not really eating. Yet there are times when I do have like a gorgeous pizza and pasta that does have, you know, probably something processed. There's definitely dairy in there. And um, no matter if it's that or any other food, I try to infuse my food with intention. What does that mean? Infusing your food with intention could be a prayer, could be, um, you know, may the people that made this food be infusing this with love. And I add my extra love and intention. And my intention is to metabolize this food easily and may it nourish my body, nourish every cell. May it give me energy and help me to shine brighter and live more vibrantly. Or you can just infuse it with an intention. May this food uh, feel good in my stomach. May it uh, flow through my body in a way that really enhances the systems in my body, right? And it's this simple practice that I feel has really helped my digestion. We can talk about probiotics. We can talk about all the things that I'm taking to support my digestion, but not today. I want to talk about that intention. Think about what an intention does. For me, it feels like it calms my nervous system. It really uh, activates my body to fall in line and say like, okay, we're working all together here. The intention is, everybody... 
you know, stomach, GI tract, cells, nervous system. We're working together here. I'm about to have a gorgeous pizza made by the best pizza man in New York City right now. And I'm infusing this with love and joy. I'm celebrating. My body will love this. Let's go. So try it. I know it sounds a little wacky and out there, but let's try infusing our food with intention. I also, to keep in tune with my body, and this is something that my body told me, I I commit to cooking my own food for me and for Sean at least four to five days a week. And I've noticed a dramatic difference in my body's clarity because I'm doing them. So if we are ordering out all the time, if we are going out to restaurants, there's nothing wrong with either of those. But on a consistent basis, we could be having um, a compounding of oils that might not be good for us. It could be uh, compounding additives and different levels of proteins that we're unaware of. So perhaps it's not grass-fed beef. Perhaps it's not a wild salmon and it's like farmed and kind of crappy, but we don't know, right? I've become just really, really aware of the aliveness and the vibrancy of food. And for me, it is sourcing my own ingredients, being kind of picky about what I am using to cook. And then while I'm cooking, having a good ass time. I love cooking. I'm not the best cook, but I try and I'm learning. And I find that my body loves the food that I make. It just... It just sits right. It metabolizes right. So even if you're sitting there like, I don't cook. No, that's not me. I don't know. Start simple, right? Like even if it's a home delivery, right? A home delivery service that you know are really good ingredients, whether it's something that's pre-made or something that like you can kind of put together based on the ingredients that you get from this service, just knowing that your time, attention, and presence to this food and making it makes a huge difference in the quality of it and how your body responds to it. Do an exercise the next time that you go to the grocery store or the farmer's market and go to each aisle, especially the produce aisle um, where a lot of like the more fresh food is and intuit the aliveness of the food. Intuit the aliveness and the vibrancy of the food. There's a lot of dead food here in America, a lot of dead, dead processed food. And that means, you know, dead food equals processed food. Um, so most of the that which you'll find in the produce section will be alive. However, you might tune into different levels of aliveness. Uh, perhaps organic feels a little bit more alive just feel into the nuance of it, right? It can be very subtle, but I want your body to start to speak about the food that you are consuming. And we want to try to consume as much food that is alive as possible. And that doesn't mean just plants, right? I am I am a meat eater and I always thank the animal that I am eating, which uh, I believe makes a, a big difference as well. The 
animals that had a beautiful, healthy, pasture-raised life, eating grass and just all the good things, you can feel a difference. You can absolutely intuit a difference. So let's just start practicing. Go to the store, go to the farmer's market and just mosey and see what you intuit about the aliveness of the food. Okay, next. Let's talk about our breathing. Okay, our breathing. When you are feeling good, How's your breathing? When you're feeling good, how is your breathing, right? (sighs) Right? Like, oh yeah, you're here, you're present, you're in your body. You can take a nice deep breath. When you're feeling angry, how's your breathing? When you're feeling frustrated, sad, how are you breathing? Perhaps it's these short breaths up here in the chest, shallow. The short, shallow breathing in your chest activates that fight or flight. It activates the nervous system. And those deep, slow belly breaths, while I know we can't take them all day, every day, this is a way of breathing that really brings us into awareness, into our bodies, calms our nervous system, which helps to calm every other system in our body. And it just does wonders. You can change the way you feel by changing the way you breathe. Think about it. You can change the way you feel by changing the way you breathe. So in an instant, if you are feeling overwhelmed and you feel like you can't take a deep breath, Yeah, it's like one of those feelings of like, gosh, darn it. Can I just get a nice deep breath? It's like when you can't yawn. You know, it's like that frustration. Relax your shoulders. Bring the awareness. Maybe close your eyes. Bring awareness to your lower belly. And imagine that there's an orb in your lower belly. It's this beautiful amber color. And as you breathe more deeply, it just begins to glow a little bit more vibrantly. And the glow really softens the frustration. It communicates with the cells in your body. Ah, All of a sudden it's different, right? So really almost in an instant, the way your breathing changes can change the way you feel. Changing the way you breathe will sometimes even change your consciousness. I've experienced that in breath work. I'm a big breath work fan. It is not called breath work for no reason. It is called breath work because it's work. You know, it takes effort and it's a beautiful exploration of the relationship with the body, with spirit. It's quite a transcendent experience. Um, So I highly recommend it. And for me, it has absolutely helped to change my consciousness. So the breath, let's notice. Okay, moving on to sleep. This is a priority of mine no matter what. I get a little antsy pantsy if I don't get enough sleep. If I know that I have to wake up for a flight early in the morning and I'm up late packing it is already giving me anxiety to think about the next time that happens. 
I love sleep. I really enjoy resting, getting enough sleep. I notice a difference. Perhaps it's just getting a little bit older, but I am a stickler. And so if anyone out there is feeling like they have yet to prioritize sleep in their life, I highly recommend an experiment where for just one week you prioritize sleep, where you get to bed an hour earlier, or perhaps you sleep in an hour later. I think getting to bed earlier is a little bit more realistic. And what does that mean? Perhaps during the day, you have to manage your time a little bit better. Yeah. And I understand that some of us have jobs that we work late at night. Um, So obviously, you know, apply this to you. Perhaps you can sleep in a little bit later. But for me, I'm getting at least seven and a half hours of sleep. I love an eight. I adore a nine, you know. But this is a way in which we can rest, recover, uh, recalibrate, um, and truly not do. We are truly just being when we are sleeping. Yes, we are dreaming. You know, yes, there are systems in our body that are working. But we are truly just being. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I wanted to read from Energy Speaks, which is by our friend Lee Harris. So he talks about sleep as a surprising key to self-mastery. And it's really beautiful. Understanding and mastering sleep is a great lesson for when you learn to master your sleep, you learn to master yourself. Are you someone who sleeps with ease or someone who has great difficulty with your sleep patterns? If the latter, have you done everything you can to address that difficulty? Have you looked at potential nutrient deficiencies or hormonal imbalances? Do you perhaps need to sleep alone yet still share a bed with your partner because you do not want to upset them? Have you considered giving yourself permission to sleep separately, realizing that it might be what you need? The sleep remedies that will specifically serve and support you will become clearer as your understanding of sleep expands. So he says that sleep is the process of letting your body rest. You close your eyes and enter a different world until at a certain moment, something wakes you back into your body. But what is the deeper purpose of sleep and what are the opportunities within it? Sleep is known to regenerate your physical body, your cellular body. The sympathetic nervous system gets to slow down. The muscular gets to rebuild. The organ systems get to rest. But what is sleep beyond this? What does it mean for a human to be asleep? Where does the mind go? Where do the emotions go? Do they all go to sleep too? No, they do not. They do not need to sleep. The physical energy body sleeps, yes, but the soul does not. And your mind and heart are the points where your soul most strongly connects to your human identity. This is why sleep is so important. For in this state, the mind and heart rhythms are in complete harmony, in sync for the nightly healing journey. Yes, yes, yes. Entering into the sleep state is to surrender to a kind of death. You allow the human you to die, quote, usually for anywhere between four and 10 hours, depending on how long you like to sleep. In effect, you disappear from this physical form, just like in death. The only energetic difference between a corpse and a sleeping person is a pulse. I mean, kind of morbid, but kind of fascinating. You know what I mean? (laughs) So if we think about sleep as an opportunity to allow our mind and our heart to become coherent, to be in harmony with one another, 
while our body rests. It's a really beautiful thing. So prioritize your sleep. What might be affecting your sleep? Are you looking at your phone right before you go to bed? Uh, Do you need a wind down time before bed? Do you need a colder room, a darker room? Uh, Do you need to sleep in a separate bed than your partner? Are your energies crossing over each other and it's just a little wacky-doo, which is okay. (laughs) Do you need more sleep? Do you need less sleep? Do you need an eye mask? Let's really optimize our sleep, y'all. It is so, so important. And when I am getting good, consistent sleep, my body is just... It's, it's a hollow bone for the messages, the creativity. I have more love to give. I have more zest for life. And it sounds all obvious and kind of cheesy, but man, oh man, we're in a body. Let's optimize and really enjoy it. And sleep is one of those incredible pillars that we must focus on. Did you know that the drugs we take to manage period cramps were invented in the 1950s and exclusively tested on men? (laughs) What? It's literally outrageous that there hasn't been more innovation when it comes to periods. Deloon is changing that with dietitian formulated solutions that relieve our symptoms while actually supporting cycle health. Because our cycles affect every aspect of our wellness, period pain, mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, energy, and more. I, I don't know about you, but you know, some some months I'm like, oh my gosh, like everything has to stop, but it really can't because I'm experiencing, you know, really bad cramps or headaches, fatigue, you, bloating, you name it. I've really tried a lot of things and while I think I've gotten most of my symptoms under control, it doesn't mean they still don't happen and kind of disrupt my flow. So I was really excited to find Deloon and recommend it to a lot of my friends. And they have been absolutely loving it. I was talking to a friend the other day that experienced like really, really bad periods, cramps, and just all these symptoms. And she was so happy uh, to try Deloon. She's noticed that her symptoms have subsided. They don't last as long. They're not as intense. And she can really just be in her life, which is really nice. So Deloon Nutritional Solutions are dietitian formulated to work with your cycle health, not against it. It'll help you all month long while also relieving your cramps and PMS during your period. Deloon creates effective drug-free supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. So you can get the relief you need naturally, which I'm all about, and start feeling like your best self. So if you want high-potency, fast-acting supplements for your period cramps, PMS, and really getting your cycle health in its prime top condition, like 92% of their customers report that relief, try Deloon. Leave bad periods behind and start the new year off with 23% off. Go to cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. If Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. You know what I love? during the summer is just a good fresh mani on a consistent basis. But with all the traveling and just like being out and about that summertime brings about, 
Uh, I'm not inclined to just sit in a nail salon and spend all that time and money getting my nails done. So I wanted to start doing them at home and I am so freaking excited. Krista and I are obsessed. Olive in June is making that possible. You can become your own manicurist. You can have fun. You can do it really well. And it takes no time at all. Plus, you'll save money. So I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about their Manny system, which is basically just an incredible manicure process that you can do at home. They provide all of the tools, all of the polishes like they got you. And I want to talk about the Instant Manny, which are press-on nails, which is like such a throwback for me. I loved press-on nails when I was younger and now we're bringing them back and they are the best quality. Krista just had hers on for three weeks. Unbelievable. So first of all, the Manny system from Olive and June. Okay, so I did this the other night and it's a game changer. So basically it comes with an incredible set of tools for you. For example, you get... The cuticle serum, which is with cactus flower. It is super nourishing, leaves your cuticles hydrated and lovely. It comes with a cleanup brush. So basically you can perfect your manicure. You can dip it into uh, the polish remover pot and clean up around your mani. You get a super glossy top coat. Their top coat is unlike any top coat I've ever used. It's freaking phenomenal. Leaves it super, super shiny. Comes with a nail clipper with a straight edge, which I like so I can get any shape I want. Manny file, a nail buffer bar. And what I really love is the poppy. So basically this helps you to grip the nail polish um, brush so that you can use your right and left hand and get a super smooth coat onto your nails. So Love the Manny system. Comes with everything you need. You can choose your own polishes, which I love. I love just like getting a freaking rainbow of different colors depending on my mood. I will choose or maybe I'll use them all. Okay. So I also really, really love the press-on nails. So the press-on Manny system comes with the press-on nails of your choice. Yo, you have to check out all of the patterns, the designs. They're so cute and for every mood. It comes with a nail clipper, nail file, nail buffer. Um, It comes with a new gentle Manny cuticle pusher. So in order to put on these press-on nails properly, you just need to gently push back your cuticles. Uh, They have a cuticle serum, as I mentioned before, the nail strengthener and a removal kit. So this is really important. You have to remove your press-ons properly in order to keep your nails super healthy. And Olive and June are all about keeping your nails incredibly, incredibly healthy, non-damaging and non-toxic. They're long-lasting, both the polishes and the press-ons. They are made from 94% upcycled material, which is awesome. They come in so many different shapes and lengths and sizes. So if you're worried like, oh, my nails never fit, like it just doesn't work. No, they have the size for you. And the great thing about press-ons, no dry time, baby. All right. So Olive and June is it. This is how you are going to have the flyest nails all summer. And it's possible at home. Visit oliveandjune.com slash almost 30. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash almost 30. You're going to get 20% off your first Manny system. That's oliveandjune.com slash almost 30. Oliveandjune.com slash almost 30 for 20% off your first Manny system. All right. I want to talk about expression. 
uh, expression within the body. It is so important. Our bodies aren't just here to just kind of plunk around and carry us around, right? Our souls are absolutely leading the way, but you know, the body loves to be a part of expression. And I want you to feel into where you feel a bit thwarted or blocked in your expression, especially related to your body. Perhaps when you were younger, uh, you used to move your body in the way that you haven't moved before. Maybe you used to skip down the street all the time. Like you only skipped, you didn't walk. When was the last time you skipped? Maybe the body really wants to skip. Maybe it wants to reactivate a memory, a feeling, a knowing within you. So allow the body to lead. You know, the soul's always communicating with the body. So if you kind of allow both to come forward and show you what is needed, desired, in order to activate more of your higher self in this moment, I promise you, you will be surprised, delighted. I'm thinking about skipping down the street now. I'm like, when was the last time I did that? And how high can I go? And how fun would that be? Um, maybe used to make like really crazy sounds, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you haven't like really let it rip in a while. Maybe you're in, you know, an environment during your workday where you have to be quite proper and polite and, and PC and just all, you know, together. Uh, and you really haven't let it rip where you haven't like, you know, belted out your favorite song in your home at the top of your lungs and just like let it rip without any judgment or fear of anyone hearing you. I wonder what that would do to your body. I wonder what that experience would bring out within you, right? So remembering that having a body this lifetime is really for joy and exploration and expression and love and hugs, right? <laughs> Punishing our body just, it ain't it. We have this body to, to navigate it all, but man, oh man, it wants to experience more joy and play and expression and freedom and liberation. Okay, we're rounding out here. My last two. Adorning yourself, adorning your body with an outfit, style, haircut, nails, whatever it is, right? Make it applicable to you. This is a practice that I absolutely love. I've been doing it a lot lately. I work from home. And so it's really easy to be in sweatpants, no makeup, you know, messy hair all day. And that's totally fine and amazing a lot of the time, but it's actually been really cool to wake up. And after I do my workout, my morning routine, I set aside time to actually get ready, even though I'm going nowhere. <laughs> and it's really fun to like adorn myself, to take time, like really take time to put on makeup, to put on, you know, a little glow on my cheeks, some mascara, maybe you know, uh, groom my eyebrows a little bit, put on a nice moisturizing uh, lip balm and just feel the love that I'm putting into the ritual. But then also like looking in the mirror and just admiring, admiring my own beauty. And I feel like we could use more of this, right? Admiring our own unique, innate beauty. All of us are absolutely beautiful. 
God made us, so you can't argue. If you're an atheist, you were created. It's pretty miraculous. And there is beauty in that. And there is beauty in you. And so in this like 3D world, it's kind of fun to adorn the body and just kind of celebrate its beauty and vibrancy. And sometimes that doesn't mean like putting things on it. Maybe it means showing more of it, right? Like showing more of it, the skin and the shape of the body and and all of it is just so, so beautiful. And I think what makes it even more beautiful uh, from my perspective to see in other people is the way in which someone relates to their body is just a beautiful thing to witness and brings it out in me more. So if I see someone out and they are just loving and owning and appreciating and honoring who they are and the body in this life, I am like, I am lit the fuck up. Yes, yes, yes. I want more of that. I want to feel more of that. I really honor you and I appreciate you and I I celebrate you. So adorn yourself. Maybe it's uh, putting on an outfit that makes you feel incredible, that makes you feel powerful, that makes you feel like a certain archetype that you want to bring forward today. Uh, so adorn the body uh, in order to celebrate to uh, express in a particular way. Body attunement. Finally, we are going to round out with pleasure with moving sexual energy. So I've been reading Tantra by Osho. Tantra teaches us that by embracing everything in life and delving into it totally, anything can be turned into a transformative, ultimately ecstatic experience. At the heart of Tantra is the elimination of duality. What exists in the mind exists in the body and vice versa. Tantra is a personal practice of liberation. The tantric belief that to experience sexual excitement is a taste of the divine energy is a profound and revolutionary thought. These are just some notes I took from Tantra by Osho. So I love this idea of turning any experience, anything, walking down the street, freaking dropping off my laundry into a transformative, ultimately ecstatic experience. How cool. And it sounds like, okay, got it. Like I'm not going to have an ecstatic experience with the person I'm, you know, dropping off my, my dog to, to give it a bath. Like I'm not, well, okay. But maybe you can look into your dog's eyes and be like, baby, you're getting a bath today. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I honor you. I want to clean you. I want you to feel like a million bucks. Like, can this be an ecstatic experience? Can it transform you? Can we let more moments in our day transform us rather than it just be really autopilot uh, blah, right? Can we let more things activate us in a positive way? Can we let more things awaken us, right? Because so many things are trying to awaken us in this moment. We just have to become aware enough. Pleasure. You know, I, I think we all can reflect on our relationship with pleasure a bit more. Are you someone who allows yourself to be in pleasure uh, to experience pleasure. That could be a sexual context or not. 
it's connected to the nervous system from my perspective. And it is so closely linked when I am stressed, when I am in fight or flight, when I am feeling out of body, I'm unable to experience a deep pleasure. I'm just, I'm out of it. I'm not connected. So let's think about, and maybe tonight you can journal or meditate on your relationship with pleasure and where and how you can let more pleasure in. Can you start a practice with yourself? Maybe you're in the shower and you give yourself like a nice five minute just massage, massaging your arms, your shoulders, your head, your hands, your legs. Really enjoy it. Really enjoy the pleasure of the feeling. Oftentimes we're just rushing through things and trying to get through things and ticking things off and we're really not enjoying it and and really experiencing pleasure. And how is that translating in our um, sex life, right? How is that translating in our ability to experience orgasm, to experience a really rapturous, passionate feeling or transcendence? happiness, freedom, liberation, transformation, right? It's all connected. I highly recommend a masturbation practice for attuning more to your body. And I would love for you to feel into what might be aligned and exciting for you to explore as your own practice. This will evolve. I don't want to project my own practice onto you and then have you judge your own practice. Um, But this requires you setting aside time, space, privacy for your masturbation practice. And in this practice, my challenge for you is to connect with your breath, first and foremost. You can have a toy. You can just be with yourself, with your body. I recommend uh, limited stimulus as far as visuals go. And treat it as a meditation of sorts, of being more connected with your body, with pleasure, with sensations, and seeing where it takes you. Perhaps you can have music, little ambiance. None of those things hurt. But set aside the time. Set the tone in whatever way that feels good to you. And I'm curious how this masturbation practice is going to translate in you being more in tune with your body overall. Sometimes it just means being unafraid of the body, of exploring parts of our body that maybe we have shame around or that no one ever taught us about and being our own like best friend and just kind of like getting to know it. And I think masturbation is a really beautiful practice for that. 
Okay, we're going to end on masturbation, baby. (laughs) So to review, we are going to really reflect on and become aware of our habits and perhaps autopilots in our movement, our consumption of food, nourishment, breathing, sleep, expression, the way in which we're adorning our body and pleasure and moving sexual energy. My hope for you is that body attunement can be a priority because I know from my experience, it has enhanced every other thing in my life. It's been beautiful. I appreciate my body more than ever. And I'm thankful because I know I'm 34. I know that my body is going to begin to change. You know, if I have kids, uh, just with natural aging, I know my body will change. And so I'm really thankful that I've come into right relationship with my body and I continue to fine tune that relationship. I continue to listen. I continue to make space for the messages that are coming through my body. It's really the most beautiful antenna for uh, our souls to speak. And I'm excited for the continued journey that I'm having with my body. So I wish that for you, if that's what you also desire. But I I also more so hope that you can come into a relationship with your body that is collaborative and peaceful and harmonious. And I would love to talk to you about this. So feel free to DM me at Lindsay Simsick all about body attunement and what that looks like for you. Ask any questions, reflect I would love to chat. Thank you all so much, so, so much for listening. It means the world to me. And I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. If this landed, if you want to have a conversation, I am in my DMs. If you want to DM me on Instagram at Lindsay Simsick, make sure you're signed up for our newsletter as well. I feel like Krista and I on a regular basis are having just these conversations in newsletter form and just writing to you personal notes about things we're kind of noodling on and working through. So make sure you're subscribed almost30.com. Yes, we will see you on the next one. Episodes out every Tuesday and Thursday. If you want to find more body episodes, you can search Body Almost 30 wherever you listen Mm -hmm. to podcasts and you'll find tons of other body acceptance, body love, body exploration episodes there. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.